Our lesson today was 2 Nephi chapter 33, the last final words of Nephi. So we started with famous people, their last words. And one of the thoughts I had was to start with President Monson, if they remembered his last conference talk. And all of my classes did. And his last conference talk was only about two and a half minutes, but it was all about um, reading the Book of Mormon. So we talked about that, and I shared with them. I remember President Eyring sharing that um, right before President Monson died, he would say quite often, I love Jesus. Jesus loves me. And President Irene just said, I know when he says that, he is close personal friends with the Savior, that he's not just saying that. And so then we got into chapter 33, and a few of the things that hit me as I studied for this that impressed me were in chapter 3, or in verse 3, it says, um, that I pray continually for them by day and mine eyes water my pillow by night as he talks about his people. And um, I just said, do you feel like our prophet and our apostles do the same thing? And um, we talked about the importance of praying for our prophets and apostles as they come close to conference, that they will be led and guided in what to say to us and that we will be led and guided in listening for the message that the, that Heavenly Father has for us. And then in verse 4, he says, I know the Lord God will consecrate my prayers for the gain of the people. And I talked about that our prayers do bless other people. And we have Alma, the older, who we know it's because of his prayers that an angel was sent. Alma, the younger, is told it's because of the prayers of his father. And then in verse 5, I loved that it said, um, I speak according to the plainness of truth, and no man will be angry save he has the spirit of the devil. And so I said to the kids, have you ever finished conference and been mad? And they all started laughing. I said, me either. So congratulations, none of us have the spirit of the devil. And that was just a funny thing. Um, verse six, of course, we love the my Jesus. It just says so much about Nephi and his relationship with the Savior, that it isn't the Savior or it isn't the Son of God. It is my Jesus. And he says that several times. And we just talked about how the goal would be to have that kind of relationship with Jesus. Um, and then in 7 and 11, I had them read and say, what, what is a truth that you discover in these verses? And actually, none of my classes discovered this, but um, I did a few years ago, and it stood out to me. Um, and I, I don't know if it was just the Spirit helping me see it, but... It says that um, I shall meet many souls spotless at the judgment seat in 7. And then in verse 11, he says, um, And at the last day, you and I shall stand face to face before his bar. And ye shall know that I have been commanded of him to write these things. And I just said, it really hit me that Nephi and Joseph Smith and Alma and Amulek and Moroni and President Nelson and his apostles will stand with Christ as our judges, knowing we had their words. We will stand in front of them. 
And one of my students said, man, that will be so intimidating. And I said, do you think, do you think their demeanor will be to point their finger in our faces and say, you had my words, how come you didn't listen? Or what do you think their demeanor will be? And another student said, I think they'll hug us and say, we're so proud of you, you did it. And I said, I hope that in our striving to live and be the best we can be, that's exactly what will happen, that they will hug us and, and we will know them and love them and they will love us. Um, I then had them sum up verses 8 through 10. And I think in 8 through 10, he says, believe in Christ at least three or four times. And so I said, isn't it interesting? These are Nephi's very last words. And and if you had to sum him up in three words, what would they be? Believe in Christ. And I said, why would that be so important to him? And we talked about, because if you believe in Christ, then you believe in repentance. If you believe in Christ, then you believe that the Son of God loves you and wants you to come back. If you believe in Christ, then you believe in forgiveness. If you believe in Christ, then you believe we can become as he is and that he has shown us the way. It was just cool for them to go through what that means. If you believe in Christ and why, those were the three words that Nephi would say over and over and over. And then we ended with, of course, verse 14 and 15. And I just love that he says, the Lord commanded me and I must obey. Not I will obey, but I must obey. And I just said, don't you feel like in Nephi's life, he lived a life of I must obey from the very first story of leaving Jerusalem. There was no waffling ever in his story. There was no question ever of what Nephi would do. He felt that he must obey. There was not a choice. That was his choice. And obviously he made it very, very early on that he would obey the Lord no matter what. And I loved that. Um, I love that it's not, I will. And so then we talked about um, Elder Holland in one of his conference talks years ago, and I don't know which conference talk, said, I so want to be caught doing good when the Savior comes, yay, in the very act. And um, I said, I remember hearing him say that and crying and thinking, are you kidding me? Of course you will be. That's what your whole life has been. And so we went to um, Mosiah 2.17, some of King Benjamin's very last words, inasmuch as ye have done it unto one of the least of these, my brethren, ye have done it unto me. And we talked about um, acts of service, how when we serve others, we are serving God and we're showing Christ-like love. And so um, we challenged the kids to... Um, pick someone they knew needed to fill the Savior's love and to pray about an act of service that they could do for them today and to turn in their group and commit to their group who that person was they were going to serve. And that was our lesson. I had them share a time that they had been served and how they had felt the Savior's love. And one student talked about his dad having a stroke and the neighbors coming together and stocking their cupboards and also cleaning their house so that they could spend time with their dad, not knowing how that would end up. Um, another student said, walking down the hall, he has been gone for a little while and has come back and he said, walking down the hall, someone said, hi, Ben. 
And he said, it wasn't just that he said hi, it was that he called me by name. And we talked about how so often we think those little things don't matter. And I shared with them, I remember teaching a class and I said, I didn't even realize it, but it was like a good six weeks before one of the students prayed and said, and please bless Sister Perkins as she has prepared to teach us that we will listen. And I said, I totally teared up. Um, and realized it had been six weeks and no student had even acknowledged what I did or even said my name and how much it meant to me that this student acknowledged me but also prayed for me and how much that meant to me. Um, it was really cool to talk about the last words being so important and what would your last words be to your family and without a doubt in every class probably 90 percent of what was said is i love you and the church is true and um i love these kids and i just want to reiterate again what a phenomenal job you guys have done as parents our rising generation is truly an incredible generation and they want to do great things and they want to follow the savior and it is awesome to get to be in class and to have the spirit lead me and also to get to learn from them and what the spirit leads them it's an awesome privilege and a blessing and i'm just grateful